it's weird that this is surprising to you guys to hear this because this is the attitude people have had with dogs for years. That's the weird part. People will pop out any goblin that will fall out of their body, and then it comes time to get something to crap in the backyard. Everyone gets picky about it. I don't get that. Like, breeders have a hard time selling dogs that have an underbite. You know how many kids I see with messed up teeth? Like, so many kids. I had a friend that couldn't find a Boston Terrier she liked because it didn't have symmetrical markings. Her kid was cross-eyed. Like, you can't... You can't put standards on your dog. You won't hold up to your child. You can't. You can't. And that's what I did. I got a dog. That's what I did. I have dogs because my girlfriend wanted kids and the compromise was dogs. I said, we'll get dogs. That'll be easy. Man, is that not easy. They are, they are just furry little children that don't get any smarter. All they are is financial dependents who will never pick you up from the bar when you get drunk. That's all they are. That's all they will ever be. People tell you to get them. We got two of them. Because somebody told me, are you having a hard time with your dog? You should just get a second dog. It'll take care of the first dog. What are you basing that on? When has a tornado ever stopped another tornado? That's not how things work. That's not how destruction works. See, I've never had a dog, so I didn't realize the destruction, the path that they tear... People who've had dogs their whole lives don't see the destruction. Dogs and chicken pox, you gotta get when you're a kid. It's an important, you gotta get it out of the way early so it's not so messy. That's why you gotta get them early. I was a 28-year-old man who got his first dogs ever. You see everything. You notice them. You see them for what they are. And that's why I've become an advocate of knowing that you're ready for a dog before you get a dog. People, it's the craziest impulse buy on the planet. Like, nobody's like, nobody's driving home when they see a sign for guns and they go, you want to buy a gun? But Shih Tzu puppies, you, yeah, let's pull over and change our lives forever. What do you say? <laughs> like, people are like, let's, I saw a sign, so we got a dog. What? No, plan it. If you're going to get a dog anytime in the future, even if getting a dog is a year off from now, start preparing for it now. Go home tonight. And trash your house. <laughs> trash it. Just take a baseball and throw it end to end inside your house until your arm is tired. And then give yourself a haircut while you walk around your house and let it fall on everything you own. That's any fabric or upholstery, any piece of furniture. Just trim your hair and let it fall on everything that retains hair. And then find a sneaky place to take a crap. Do those three things. Yeah, just pull out the couch, take a number two, push the couch back. Don't tell anybody it's there for a month. And if that doesn't bother you, then you get a dog. Because you have passed the dogless dog test. That is it. You've passed it. Otherwise, you are going to see this thing for what it is. Every day. For that first month, before you love the dog, you, you analyze the dog. Once you get used to it, it's okay. It's like having kids. You just become gross and you're okay with it. 
if you have a young child, you're gross. It, you just get used to it. The first week you had a kid, you scrubbed up to the elbows with hot soapy water every time you touched something icky. Week two, you just throwing turds in the wastebasket, going right back to your sandwich. Like make you just learn to live in the destruction. You just go, well, don't color on that wall. Like you're just making compromises you never thought you'd make. And with a dog, for that first month, you don't like the dog. That's the eventually you go, ah, whatever. I didn't like that sock. But that first month, I was like, I I said things I regret. I said, I hate this dog. My girlfriend was not only mad that I said I hate the dog. She was upset that I said it in front of the dog. <laughs> As though I had insulted the dog. And then she got sad in a way. Have you ever been so insensitive to a, a hot topic with your significant other to the point that you start to make them cry, but you didn't know they would even kind of get sad? So you're not even with it. You don't even realize they're crying. While they've started, you're like, I, do you need to sneeze? Like, what are you... She was crying. My girlfriend was crying. She was like, how? I don't know how you could hate Daisy. Look at her. She loves you. Look at the way she just sits on the bed and smiles at you. And I'm like, no, look at the way she sits on my pillow with her bare ass touching it. That's what I'm looking at right now. You don't see that. You don't see her do it every time she comes in from taking a crap. You don't see that. Because you know what? Daisy knows I sleep face down, okay? This is not acceptable. Their bumholes are like dirty little bingo dabbers. Have you? And they just play dirty bingo in your house for 10 to 15 years, depending on the breed. They just walk around going, oh, beige couch? Boom, got it, yeah. <laughs> They're disgusting. Some days I just wanted to kick their faces in, but they are pugs and you can't kick their faces in anymore. <laughs> That's how you know your dog is a jerk. If its face comes pre-kicked into its head, that's how you know you've picked a rascal of a breed. And I'm trying to compromise. I'm, I'm, learn, I'm trying to deal with things. I, I've learned to deal with the hair, too. That was a big one. Hair and everything. I thought they were giving haircuts to other dogs when I wasn't home. Like, there's so much hair. And I've made 98% of the compromise here. I'm okay with the hair on the floor. I can deal with that. I can deal with the hair on my, on my clothes. I have the rolly thingies in the car and on my dresser and everywhere. The little lint roller things. I'm okay with that. All I want is to have one bite of food one time in my life in my house where I don't have to stop, you know, to like spit it, get it onto my tongue and pull it out one time. Love to not have to inspect a bite of food in my house like it was a prison delivery. Just one time. And I would love for my girlfriend to give me some sympathy instead of freaking out and going, what's your problem? It's just dog hair. Here's my problem. These dogs have the same hair on the top of their head that they have right on their ass. My problem is, which end did this one come from? That's always been my problem. You don't know when you pull a dog hair out of your mouth which end it came from. 
Most of you are dog lovers who picture, oh, it probably came off of its cute little head and floated undisturbed through the air and landed on my Cheerios without touching anything else. No, realistically, it's probably the hair that fell off its ass after it dragged it across the rug all morning. Or it's the hair from its front left paw that it pees on halfway through its morning pee because it's so poorly bred that it can't stand long enough to pee for 90 seconds. So it starts to fall over like a cheap lawn chair halfway through its morning pee. That's the hair you're pulling out of your mouth. And if you don't believe me, do what I did and color in your dog. Take two markers, color in your dog's butt, and color in underneath. And the first time your girlfriend pulls a green hair out of her mouth, she'll buy a Dyson. I swear to God, she will. Just try it. Try it. All right. That was the very funny Graham Chittenden.